Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. I love it that you geotarget specific things and with your printing in either specific zip codes or communities and things like that. People could very easily do that on the note investing side of things, picking out your top three states or the bigger markets. If Ohio is a big state for you, then picking out Columbus and Cincinnati or Dayton uh, or some of those things and, and, and creating a simple ebook or something like that that talks about that market. You know, 99% of what you have in your book is probably the same across the board, except you may tweak it up a little bit for that specific location, right, Krista? Yeah, absolutely. And there's so much you could do. And I, I think that, see, the thing about most investors and most real estate agents, most lenders, and quite frankly, most professionals, they, they're taught how to do their profession, but they don't know how to market it and get the word out there, right? And so that's why, you know, our, our students are, are so successful. And now we're launching to entrepreneurs and local and professionals. We're showing them exactly how to do this because there's such a need for it. No one knows how to market and the reason why we launched, I wrote my, my, my fourth book is because everyone's like, how do you do that? Can you show me? Because they see me. And I'm just like, there's, there's a huge need for this, right? And I think even now more than ever with, with all that we have going on, with people not wanting to be out in public as much and they're nervous about this coronavirus and where things are going to go, there is a real opportunity right now more than ever for professionals to learn how to market themselves online. Because what are people going to be doing now? They're going to be home more. They're on their computer more. They don't want to go out. But the world's not going to stop and you still need to make money. People are still going to need to sell their homes. They're still going to need to get their taxes and they're still going to need to go through divorce, whatever it might be. So now it's how do I show myself as the local professional in this arena so people are still seeing me. So while everyone, when does the tiger strike? When does the lion strike? When everyone else is sleeping, right? When they, when the, when they strike the weak person. That's when the lion strikes. They go after the weak person, the slow person, the one that's sleeping and not aware. Your competitors right now are going to sleep. They are hiding. They are nervous. They are, now is more than ever when you need to be learning this type of stuff so that then you can continue to stay in business. And then when the market, the, the world goes back to normal, you have already made more of an impact while everyone else is just sitting there crawling under the bus. I love it. You're, you're hitting the nail on the head there for every, everybody out there. That's a big thing. While everybody else is panicking, remain calm and hone in on your resources. I mean, I look at this the same exact way. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh my God, I can't do it. I'm, I'm doubling down on the marketing because nobody else is doing anything. I want to make sure that I'm getting those podcast interviews or I'm reaching out to the asset managers at banks or I'm reaching out to investors who are nervous about seeing the stock market crash like it is. You know, there's a lot of things that you can be doing. And I'm not saying you're not taking advantage of the situation. You're just acting while others are sitting there being cattle. You're being the lion and going out there and learning and honing and using these as opportunities to springboard yourself here the second half of the year or the next 30, 60, 90 days. Right, Krista? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, I mean, we all, let me just say one more thing. I don't like to cuss, but don't be an a-hole, right? Be nice to people right now. People, I went to Costco and everyone's panicking and like people were so rude. And I'm thinking, come on, let's be kind to one another. Help. If you have five cases of toilet paper and you see somebody not having any, give them one, you, you know, give them one. 
it, it just be nice. You know, I think I'm going to order toilet paper and give it out, send it out, but do the dollar bills on the toilet paper like I've done before. Oh, have you done that? <laughs> I ordered a case of toilet paper that would, that would look like $100 bills. So when they rolled it off, it looked like Benjamin's. I was like, hey, you're wiping your ass with $100 bills. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, you're so funny. Uh, now, yeah. <laughs> one of the things you talk about in your book, too, is helping, is designing your business around your ideal life. And I know a lot of people design their life around their business in the opposite side of things. You want to kind of touch base on that a little bit and what you've done to, to put your life first. And, and, yeah. and that, so, I think it's such important things these days for, because we're overworked, you know, not getting things done, putting off our passions or things that really uh, invigorate us and give us energy. What, what, what are you doing? You the fire book too, huh? I told you I did. Come on now. Oh yeah. It's called fire financially independent, retire early. Your crappy job won't quit itself. And so uh, you know, I haven't even really done much with that one. I don't really market it very much, but it's a really, really, it's a great book. Um, I did it more for passionate reasons, but it's not really my ideal client avatar, but I did it because so many people hate their jobs. I remember being at my best friend's house um, in North Carolina and her husband was like, oh my God, I hate what I'm doing. It sucks so bad. And she's like, oh honey, don't worry. You only have 15 years left. And then after that, I'm, you can do what you want, but we need you to keep this job because it's super financially affordable, you know, for retirement. I was like, yeah. I love I was like 15 effing years are you kidding why doesn't he just go shoot himself now pepper pepper no shoot himself now right like a poor man so that's what inspired me to write this book because I believe that you know a person's biggest regret in life is not making a change when they still know that they can like when they don't make a change because they're afraid or fearful and here's a really good example of that when I wanted to go into coaching you know, um, I used to be a teacher. I have a master's degree in curriculum and instruction. And I love teaching. Like when I teach people and help them spot, like I am the happiest that I've ever been. It is, it feels like non-work to me. And um, I got into real estate, did really great. Top 1%, you know, 18 years, 19 years. And, but I miss teaching so much. And so when I wanted to become a teacher, my husband was like, what? Like, are you sure? You know, oh my God, why, you know, you're, you make a million dollars plus a year as a real estate agent. Why would you... Like, no one does that, Krista. People don't leave their career, they're successful, and to go do something else. My parents, who support me now like crazy, but they were like, no one's going to pay you to coach them. Like, what are you thinking? Don't be stupid, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was, it's been hard, right, getting my name out there, but I love what I do. Are you looking to transform your business? Well, if the answer is yes, then you don't want to miss out on our intensive event starting soon for only $97. This event is jam-packed, full days of live coaching with me. We have breakout sessions to customize and implement our daily trainings so that you can actually utilize them into your business. We're going to give you the training to craft your personal strategy to convert your leads into long-term clients. So let's go. What are you waiting for? Register now. Can't wait to see you there. And let's transform your business. And I'm able to help people now across the country. I'm helping. My, my goal now is to get people to be able to have more financial freedom, more time in life, and enjoy what they're doing again. And that's what I'm helping people do, right? And so I was able to design my life to where now my real estate company still operates, right? Um, we've got like 21 listings right now. We're crushing it. But I only work on that business about 10% of the time. I'm the face of the company. I'm the one that does the videos. My team does runs the ads, but I don't show up on the appointments. I don't talk to buyers or sellers ever, right? And we still, you know, are on track to sell like over 100 homes this year. 
And so you need to be able, when you can operate your business where you don't have to always be there, it's a really, really nice thing. So with my coaching, I realized that how do I do something where I'm not doing it, like sucking up all my time? So I've developed it to where I can coach from anywhere, right? I did an online training platform and now I do group coaching. So I don't do one-on-one -on -one coaching, it's group coaching so that I can help more people and also people learn from other people. Now, if I would have done one-on-one -on -one coaching, I wouldn't be able to, I don't have the bandwidth, right? So I really had to think about what are my goals? Where do I want to be? How, how much time do I want to spend? You know, and so I've developed it that way. You have to really think about that too. And don't underestimate what I'm talking about. Some of you are thinking, Right now, you're listening to this and you're going, oh, this won't work for, for, for me, for whether I'm you know, an investor or <clears throat> I'm an insurance agent or whatever you are, and I, I call BS. It works for any industry, anything, any entrepreneur, it works. But you need to understand the strategy behind what you're doing, and that's where most businesses fail. They don't understand the strategy. So um, we teach the strategy, and it's basically utilizing the videos, running the ads, getting them out there, which objective to run, how long, you know, what to give people, how often, we teach them all of that. And it, and, it, and it works because people are online. And if you look at the stats as far as why video is so successful, I mean, when a, when a video, a landing page that has a video on it is, has 800% more conversions than a landing page that doesn't, right? 64% according to Forbes of people say that a video helps them with their buying decision, their purchasing decision. If you, you're a product, you're a service, they're buying you. If they're 64% more likely to buy you, then why don't you start utilizing video? You know, I mean, I can go on and on about these statistics. Now you're thinking, well, I hate doing video. I don't like the way I sound. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I've got a big nose. I got a small nose. I'm green. I'm purple, whatever it might be. Guess what? Not one person in the world likes to do video. You're weird if you do. Like out of 100 people, maybe two are comfortable. Believe it or not, even Scott and I, when we first started, we're not comfortable on our podcast, we're not comfortable on video, but just like riding a bike, just like kissing for the first time. The first time I ever kissed somebody, I was in junior high and I bit the guy's lip and they called me bitey. I was called bitey through junior high. Imagine that, seventh and eighth grade, right? <laughs> like, it was so embarrassing, but I still kiss now. I'm, I'm good at it now, I'm freaking a rock star at kissing. But I, I didn't just stop doing it because I, I bit someone once. The point is that you can learn to do anything. We, have, we teach people of all shapes, sizes, colors, um, confident, non-confident, introverts, how to utilize video and how to do it comfortably. It's just, it's a process that can be taught, but even more importantly, and this is where most people make, make the mistake, is we teach them how now to take that video and actually properly distribute it so it gets seen. And I say this, you need to, the, the six, the eight C's, you need to commit to consistently producing content correctly, that's the word correctly, if you can do this correctly, you're gonna convert more clients because you're making a connection, right? So remember that, the, the C's. Commit to consistently producing content, go ahead. <laughs> the eight C's of connectivity, or uh, what, what's the eight? I call it the full sales cycle, part of your sales cycle. The eight C's of sales cycle? Yeah, that's in the new book, um, the marketing, the ultimate marketing playbook. You heard it here. The whole book is, is basically written about, um, it's it, the whole the whole purpose of that book is teaching people why most businesses fail right because number one they don't do what i just said number two they don't look at and here's the exact the exact um the exact title and again you can go to my website the ultimate marketing playbook for local professionals and that really means entrepreneurs anybody take the guesswork out of marketing maximize your profits and become the authority in your profession so <laughs> i go over 
the six C's of the sales cycle, which means, I mean, I'm sorry, the phases of the sales cycle and the eight C's. So the sales cycle is basically marketing, right? And people think of marketing as, oh, marketing, you know, I, it's my business card and my colors and my slogan. And I'm like, no, your marketing is who you're going after, who you're trying to attract, right? It's kind of like identifying your avatar, putting out content and your marketing and your, your persona and all aspects of your business are basically, that's marketing, right? <laughs> the second phase is lead generation. This is where most people spend most of their time is leads, 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 but they forget, but you properly market to people, then these leads are gonna raise their hand and say, hey, I wanna work with you, right? But then, so that's the second phase. Then the third is, is lead nurture. Lead nurture is the most important aspect of the sales cycle. And also the most underworked by people because everybody wants instant gratification. They want clients now. Lead nurture is the most important. That's when you give content, you give advice, you keep helping, you keep serving, you keep answering problems. You keep showing up, right, in multiple ways so that they're actually going to take notice. And it takes time, right? So marketing, lead generation, lead nurture. If you lead nurture correctly, you're more likely to convert, right? Now you've, got, you've gotten that lead, now you're gonna convert that lead. And how do we actually convert that lead? The more they've developed a relationship with you, again, it goes back to the, the eight C's, right? Consistently producing content correctly. You're gonna make a connection. So you're gonna get more clients. You're gonna convert, right? <clears throat> They're gonna convert more if you've gotten that content out there the right way and you've, you've really served those people. Now, the next phase is conversion. And keep in mind, conversion is easier when you've properly nurtured that lead, when you've properly marketed that lead. Because remember, when you market correctly, the leads are raising their head and saying, hey, I want you to give me more of what you have because you're meeting a need that I have, right? That's how you properly market to somebody. So then you get the lead, they get into your system, you've nurtured them correctly, continue to get them to know you, like you, and trust you, positioned yourself as an expert, given them what they want at the stage of the buying process where they're at, so it's relevant, so they're more likely to convert, and now they see you as the authority, so the conversion becomes much, much easier, okay? After the convert, and there's a lot more involved in this in the book. So just know I'm just touching it very, very lightly. Right. right. Then after the conversion method, then how do you make sure the next phase, which is fulfillment and delivery? How do you give them the best experience? How do you make them feel like they are Ritz Carlton customers? Right. Your fiduciary obligation is to give them the best process ever. Okay. And you do that by going above and beyond um, by making sure that. You know, you do things like give them this book, right? That's instead of just that tells them anything and everything to expect. You have, you know, automatic updates that go out. You have great customer service, you know, blah, 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 blah. That's the next phase. Then after that is refer, retain, resell. And you do this by having rituals and routines. Now, here's what most people think. Um, most professionals think, oh, it is such a great job. They love me and they're going to use me forever. They're always going to refer me. They're going to they're going to come back and work with me. Let me tell you, it's not true. I, I just bought a house a year and a half ago. Somebody wanted a, re a recommendation for my blinds person who I loved, but she hit it, split it, quit it, and gone, right? Meaning, kind of like jumping right into bed, she didn't continue to court me afterwards, and she, I don't have her contact information. I can't refer her. I don't remember who she was. I don't have her card. I don't have her email address. I can't even remember her name, and that's what happened. So you have to continue to stay top of mind awareness with your clients, with your customer. That's how committing to consistently producing content correctly, you're going to convert and make a connection. You're also going to get referred more. They're going to continue to do business with you because they 
have not forgotten about you. So this is a full circle utilizing both of these strategies in your business over and over, rinsing and repeating.